What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another quick solo episode here on the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about why you should start investing in your business, not just in real estate, and how to actually make that mindset shift and to change how you view investing within your business. And this is something that I want to talk about because I see a lot of folks, uh, whether it's in my personal circle or just in general, who uh, are just in the habit of investing in real estate. And it's a great habit to be in. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to do that. However, the best investors I see, or the most successful investors I see, you know, made a shift pretty early in their careers from, okay, where can I invest to earn the highest dollar return on my cash as it relates to buying a property or investing in an investment vehicle? And where can I invest my cash within my business to earn the highest return? And that could be a property or it could be something else. And I think that the earlier you can make that shift, especially if you're an active real estate operator, the better. Uh, you know, This is advice that might not apply to the folks that are investing passively or the folks that are working a full-time job and their goal isn't to run a real estate business, right? Maybe they want to buy one property a year and they want to do that for 10 years and then retire in 20, 25 years. And for those folks, this might not make sense and that's totally fine. However, I know a lot of the folks that are listening to this are folks that want to actively build a real estate business or they actively want to build a, a real estate service business. And maybe they're a loan officer, a broker, you know, some kind of hard money lender, something like that. Um, I think the best thing that you could do is when there's cash coming in your business, whether it's from a refinance or whether you're selling a property or whether it's a big commission, you should start thinking about the macro level in terms of where you can invest that money. And that could be at the property level, at the investment level, right? Or it could be at the business level, or it could be at the education level, or it could be any number of different things. So for example, you know, one of the larger shifts I made in my decision-making process as I started to grow, and, and for me, this was right as I hit like 25, 30 units or so that I personally owned, was I wanted to invest more capital at the business level versus at the real estate level. So for example, you know, if I sold a property and there was 50 grand coming back into the business, uh, I wasn't just immediately thinking about where can I put that 50 grand in terms of investing in property? I was thinking, can I carve off a piece of that and make a hire, send a more direct mail, purchase some software, more resources for our business, invest in some kind of education, like a mastermind group or a course or something that's going to advance the business or shorten my learning curve. And as soon as I started weighing a lot of my decisions to the latter, you know, to investing at the business level versus at the real estate level, that's when my business really started to take off. And that's when you start to scale and really gain traction. So, you know, this episode is really for the folks that are growing, but they're still stuck in the mindset of, oh, I'm selling a property. You know, I got to set up a 1031. I got to roll these proceeds into another deal. Or, you know, I just need to find another deal to go roll all this capital into. I would say maybe you should start thinking about carving off portions of your proceeds, whether it's refinances, sales, or other, you know, larger events that bring money into your business and start thinking about, what are some really high ROI business level decisions? And I just mentioned a few of them, but you know, I think marketing, you know, whether that's direct mail, hiring a cold caller, uh, staff, hiring a VA, you know, a paid intern, outsourcing some of your business to a third party agency of some kinds, you know, whether that's your accounting or your property management, or you know, working with brokers um, on the loan side when you're finding debt versus doing that yourself. 
you know, some other examples could be uh, finding new software. Um, you know, the amount of software that I pay for to help me produce content is pretty crazy. And, um, you know, those were all decisions that I made as a result of investing at the business level. And those decisions have earned me a much higher ROI than just 2Xing my money in a year on a property or something like that, or 3Xing it in a year with what the market's doing. You know, these are these are decisions that have 1,000, 2,000% returns because the value so significantly outweighs the investment. Um, you know, I think that something that you can do tactically to implement this is if you're going to do some marketing or you're going to hire someone, you're going to bring on some, you know, uh, use some new software, buy some resources or something like that is to carve off a certain amount of dollars and give yourself six to 12 months worth of runway to execute that decision. So if you're going to hire a VA at 500 bucks a month, you know, the next time you sell a property, carve off six to, you know, six to 12 grand or something like that, or, or it would be less than that, maybe three to six grand to actually bring that person on to give you some runway to work with them and to actually see how that affects your business. You know, if it's going to be marketing and you want to spend another thousand dollars a month on marketing to sellers to find more deals, carve off, you know, another six to 12 grand to do that. Um, and I think you're going to see much more significant results in your the growth of your unit account. You know, if you're raising capital, the growth of, of the number of investors that are in your network, your sphere and participating in your deals. You know, if you're a real estate broker, just the amount of transactions that you do. And as you start to grow more and more, it's likely the percentage of your cash that you're investing into your business or real estate is going to become more heavily weighted towards your business. So I think the best investors in, in terms of how quickly they scaled and how quickly they grew their business were very mindful of this in the beginning and started utilizing the strategy. And you know, I was thinking about doing a whole other podcast on why I'm not a big fan of 1031 exchanges, but uh, you know, I might still do that. But this is what ties into that in a lot of ways as well, where I don't do a lot of 1031s myself, despite the fact that I sell a lot of property. I think I've sold you know 12 or 13 properties in the last year and a half and I've been buying a lot of larger deals and there's opportunities to 1031. However, I'm making a lot of other tax decisions that mitigate my gains, whether it's cost segregation, you know, bonus appreciation, doing some of that other stuff to where I don't have to be tied into rolling all of my proceeds in a 1031 into a new property because I want to invest at the business level because that has a much more significant impact on my growth in the real estate business than just turning a four unit into a 10 unit, for example. So this is a pretty simple episode, and I, and I feel like a lot of the folks listening to this probably understand this implicitly. However, I think it, it's a good reminder for those that are in, in growth mode to consider these decisions and to actually look at what you can invest in in a wider view than just, let's go turn this property into that property. So thanks again for listening to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. And if you have a second, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and a review for this episode, for the show. And uh, if you want a free copy of my ebook, you can screenshot that rating and review and send it to multifamilywealth at gmail.com. And I'll send uh, an ebook right over to you. And if you want to connect with myself or our business, you can do that at alignedrep.com. Get on one of our contact forums and you can see our future deals when we're raising capital or, or just some of the insights that we send over uh, through our newsletter. So thanks again for listening to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. And I'll see you guys next time.